Welcome back to the Figured It Out podcast. I'm Natasha. And I'm Emma. We're so glad you joined us for another Figured It Out episode. Yeah, we are happy to have you guys. I don't know. Do you guys get into a routine of li- when you listen or like of your podcast consumption? I don't know. I, well, I think I've talked about this on the podcast already, but I'm recently like into this new podcast and I binged all their episodes and then finally caught up to where they are now so now on Wednesdays I do look forward to a release of this new podcast that I really like um otherwise do I have a routine no I I I don't think so I think just like when I have some time going on a longer drive I'll like look at what podcasts that I follow have come up with new episodes and then I just play them because I think like some people have such a routine when they listen and Mm -hmm. it would just be interesting yeah I wonder how many people, we've talked about this a few times, but, like, how many people actually listen Monday morning when it's released, even if it's not, like, right when it's released? Yeah. I know there's a few of you. <laughs> but that listen, like, just at the beginning of their week or if it's more on the drive home this day or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Well, I do think people have their routines of when they do certain things. So I would assume that even if it's not a Monday, it's it's somewhere ingrained into some people's weeks. We hope it is. I Question, do you listen to our podcast? No. So I obviously listen to it when I edit it back, but every once in a while I'll listen to our podcast when I am not the most confident in my editing. (laughs) After it's been released? On Monday, I'll re-listen to it one more time (laughs) just Just to to make sure, but I'll listen to it on like 2.5 as fast as I can listen to it speed, which doesn't help me really probably catch editing errors, but I'll listen to it just in that. Just make sure we didn't say something super dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny because every once in a while I'll go back and be like, oh, I never listened to this episode. So I'll listen to, I don't listen to all of them, but some of them I will go back and listen to. And I'll be like, I said that? (laughs) What? And yeah. I think I would be surprised if I went back and listened how many things were said or just like random stories that were shared. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just forget what's been put out on the podcast, to be honest. Yeah. Honestly, I forget what I've said on the podcast versus to people Mm -hmm. and so I've caught myself a lot more recently being like I don't know if I've already told you this or not and wondering if it's a just I've already told that person or in a way I think I'm saying if you listen to the podcast I've already told you this but I don't know if you listen to the podcast (laughs) that's a good (laughs) catch-all yeah and so sometimes I think I repeat stories Mm -hmm. or and obviously with four years of podcasting we've shared certain things that like come up just in natural conversation so I do feel like I often repeat things that are worth talking about because we've talked about it on the podcast and then it comes up in conversation with others yeah I think that's the funniest thing and it's not just like even past stories or past moments but sometimes when people that I don't expect listen to the podcast they'll make a comment and I'll be like how did you know that? And then they're like, mm-hmm. it was in the podcast. And it's just a funny experience yeah. because I just think they don't listen. Mm-hmm. And then they'll randomly tune yeah. in for like one episode that looked interesting or that like was just more geared towards them. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a funny sensation to be like, did I tell you that? And like you start mm-hmm. like rethinking things. Right. But. And sometimes if you record an episode and it doesn't come out for a while or like we record two episodes at once. So you kind of forget yeah. what episode you said certain things in. And you're like, wait, is this the episode that came out today that I said? said this or like did we joke about this in this episode and is that why it's being brought up or is this just coincidence like I just kind of forget sometimes it is really funny mm-hmm. you guys could probably get a lot of entertainment going back and listening to some of the old stuff oh and see how goodness. far we've come from but honestly like just I don't know there's a lot of people that walk through so many I don't know seasons of life or just now years of life with us that know us so well and some of these people we have never met which is crazy I would love to meet people who like listen to that who have dedicated so much time listening to the podcast and care to listen because I'll I'll be honest we talk about some things that 
are just like no one really sh- cares about but we like well <laughs> but we enjoy talking about it and so it. we like yeah we, hey we make, created this platform for us to just tell all of our fun <laughs> stories so like when people listen to that and it's like that's so kind of people mm-hmm. wow ah, we're so, so I know <laughs> also this is so random it's such a change of topic but I cleaned right before doing this uh-huh. or recording and my hands just smell like that um the like the Clorox wipes, wipes. yeah and so mm-hmm. I just like Anyways, mm-hmm. I just have a whiff of like Clorox wipes right now. <laughs> it's a little so bit Natasha alarming. So starts sounding loopy. She's a little too yep. too mm-hmm. sniffing the Clorox. Okay, wipes. I have a question for you because it came about work today. Okay. Would you ever smoke weed if you had a chance? I was just talking about this last night. I know, and that's why I was like, we never really asked that part of the question. We talked about this last night. And what did you say? Well, you weren't there. It was with my small group. <laughs> <laughs> Good Christian women. <laughs> Um, do we want to talk about weed on our podcast right now? I don't know. I just, the Clorox wipes reminded me of the yeah, weed moment I think it's probably earlier. like the same sensation. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were sitting by an open window. Yeah. Because it was so nice out, which is incredible. Yes. Whole other tangent. But we were sitting by an open window and, um, and somebody walked by who was smoking weed. And so it was very strong. And one of my coworkers was joking about getting high off of the mm. weed. But then yeah. she clarified that she's never smoked weed. But that she would try it if she had the chance. Just to say she had. Here's the thing. I am a rule follower. So I wouldn't. She's like, not, not for me. Right. It's, it's like, rules. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So funny. How about you? You answer. Oh, I would. I hate the smell of it. <laughs> you're making me sound horrible now <laughs> no the I, smell is horrible too i would never say i wouldn't do it because it was like illegal necessarily it was just more it disgusts me like i, I would you never say you wouldn't do it and illegal. because it was illegal yeah yeah see but now it's not but illegal. now i wouldn't but it do still it still smells. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anyways this is really what people came here for today i know well here's the thing i had the opportunity i kind of tried to like to do weed <laughs> I had the opportunity and I kind of tried. No, to transition right into our topic from the very beginning. You went for it. I it was know. Like, I will come back because we didn't have any small talk, but now here we are talking about weed, and that's I how had, we. I had something to talk about. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I'll just save it for next week. Okay. Well, anyways, today we are talking about routines, and um, we. I feel like this has come up in previous, like the mm-hmm. topic has come up in previous podcasts and we just did an episode kind of on like planning goals and how to achieve them. And so we didn't want this to be like, okay, here's how you set a routine or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so we want to talk with you today about kind of just routines we found were helpful mm-hmm. and maybe more like surprisingly helpful. Like they made more yeah. of an impact than you think they would mm-hmm. when it we got into the habit of doing them. Yeah. And I don't think we really... I think sometimes we structure our podcast of, like, why this is important and then, like, how to implement it. I don't know if we really need to spend a whole lot of time trying to convince people that having routines are important. Um, I'm sure they're, like, and, like, we can, I'm sure it'll come up in this conversation just about, like, how, when it's helpful to have one versus not. But, like, by and large, routines are helpful. Yeah. And especially the ones that that we came up with or that as we were sifting through our lives of what routines have we implemented that we find helpful. Like, they haven't detracted from life they've added so yeah yeah. and like all of this has to be taken with a little bit of like you have to be flexible like your life has to be flexible Mm -hmm. and adaptable and so know that and kind of have that approach to this too and all of our routines will speak to that where it's Mm -hmm. not like this hard and fast thing I think some of them are even like most of the time we do this Mm -hmm. and that's why it's beneficial yeah but um yeah it's just like Emma said there's a lot of benefits to routine and we wanted to spend some time talking about that and sharing Mm-hmm. I think the one thing I'm wondering is, is routine boring? Like, yeah. when people are like, oh, I'm in a routine, 
is that just like all right things are things like are do mundane. they mean they're in a this rut is, yeah like i don't know i think i go through a morning routine every day it's not like it's like because i have a morning routine my mornings are boring if honestly if i didn't have the morning routine it'd probably be worse you know and so i don't know what do you think are routines routines equal like mundane and boring I don't think so, but I do think people can get into that belief and that mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more like what ru- – I guess the question is like I don't think routines in and of itself are bad or lead to boringness, but maybe your routines are boring. Mm-hmm. Like you can do boring things in your life and just have that be like the cadence to your life. And so, sure, you're going to get sick of that eventually, mm-hmm. but that's not because like having a routine caused it. It's just maybe you needed to have different routines or a different mm-hmm. way of going about that. Um, and so I think that would maybe be more of a situation. Okay. Maybe hot take, but maybe we're, you're in a routine, whether you like it or not. Like you, it's not like, yeah. And so maybe it's like, I haven't been a good routine or a bad routine because if you're not cognizant and like planning a good, healthy routine, you're probably doing some kind of routine that's not healthy. Yeah. I think that's very fair. Okay. So we're like, Hey, implement routine, but everyone's got routines. So now it's like implement healthy routine. Yeah, I think so. Because I think there's so many people that their routine, even though they probably never say it because it sounds like unhealthy and and not like what we should be doing, would be like, I go to work and I come home and watch TV. Mm -hmm. Like that is a routine. That's what they do. They can depend on that. If they were to break down like how it would be like, oh, on this day, I watch that show on this day. Mm -hmm. I, you know, maybe have someone over to watch it. But like, I don't know. It's just like that is a routine that they're planning on doing. They're building their life around. They're making time for it. And or they're filling time with it, maybe is a better way of putting it. Mm -hmm. So I do think it's just like healthy routines or unhealthy routines. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think there's like a huge trend and maybe like this is why we're doing one on routines because we've kind of seen the whole trend of like, what's your morning routine? Mm -hmm. What's your nighttime Mm -hmm. routine? Honestly, I will relate to the people who get sucked into like, here's my five to nine routine after my nine to five. Like, have you seen those? I don't know why. I sit and watch someone, like, pick out their workout clothes and then make dinner and then watch TV and then get ready for bed. But, like, those are oddly like, satisfying. I love your life. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can find myself just in- being entertained by that. Or just, like, mm-hmm. it's so interesting to see people's routines. And obviously the world does because they, they're out there and people keep making them. So that's what is <laughs> obviously getting, like, people to... Uh, go to people's channels but there is such a big fad of just like sharing your routine because i think people are interested in routine they want to implement that and so they motivate themselves to do that by looking at these reels or these Mm -hmm. tiktoks or these youtube shorts about that my favorite one of those was like here's my five to nine before my nine to five and it was just some sleeping (laughs) it just made me laugh so because it's always like these super Mm -hmm. productive mornings and like here's the breakfast that has like the protein Mm -hmm. and like in my little minute blender whatever it is bullet blender super aesthetic yeah Yeah. and it's just funny and this one was just so not that and it was just them and then the alarm (laughs) just snoozing the alarm the whole time it made me laugh that's so funny i love that i also love the ones when it's Here's my routine, and it's, like, the dog narrating it. <laughs> Those are so funny, too. Man, Brecken has a routine. Yeah. Should we start with Brecken's routine? <laughs> I'm sure that people really want to know his routine. Actually, his routine doesn't – he has the same thing he does every day, probably, but it starts at different times, <laughs> <laughs> depending on my schedule. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. he does have a very, like – his morning routine is very specific. Morning routine – We'll start. That is our first point of like routines we found surprisingly helpful was um, how we start our mornings. And it's not like we are these people that do these crazy morning routines. No. 
But we have simple ones that really make a difference. We do not have like an aesthetic routine. I think like we are not like those girls with the what are you saying, beautiful Emma? morning routine. <laughs> with our beautiful morning as we walk out of our rooms and like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know um in Frozen with um Anna when uh-huh. on Coronation Day. That's how I feel every morning. Yeah, yeah, I. It would just be kind of funny to any like our our house is like a factory in the morning or like a ha- it's yeah. like a well oiled machine of like everyone kind of knows what everyone's doing and ha- like it's just like we that includes Brecken yeah we like operate so well it would just kind of be funny to come and just witness it all because there's very it, little speaking it just works it, there is very little speaking like it yeah I can't say what happens before I wake up like people are up before That's true. me so I don't know what our house looks like but um but I guess when we're my, up. Yeah. Are we just going through our morning yeah. routines? Should, do you think people care? Well, like, what are essentials of others? <laughs> so maybe maybe care about people care about ours. I don't we know. We said they aren't aesthetic, though. People aren't going to be like, oh. I know, but we're also a podcast, not a... <laughs> That's true. That's why we do a podcast, <laughs> not a YouTube channel. <laughs> we are not aesthetic. <laughs> if you guys can see where we're podcasting right now. <laughs> well, should we share the exciting news, though? Um. Yeah. I, I, I think just I half the news. Half the news. I think we didn't. I don't know exactly what the news is. But I don't know what the news is now either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop me if I get to the second half then. But okay. exciting news Emma and I are going from roommates to neighbors really soon. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. It's been um, Justin and I. Okay, sorry. We really need to get to what we're talking about, but this is a brief tangent. <laughs> Maybe we title this Life Updates and Routines. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast with no routine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Justin and I found a place that's literally two minutes from Emma and our other roommates. And so we're going to be living really close to them. But the exciting news and why I was sharing this is that there's a space for a new podcast studio there. And nothing against this place, but it's not maybe the most aesthetic. And so we're excited to have, like, a little bit higher quality room to record in. So, <laughs> Do you think the better aesthetic room is going to therefore create better content? Oh, of course. Do you think it's going to fuel our brains? Well, it's, be... no, it's like when you go to study or when, you, when you're, like, working. Like, it's important what environment you're working in. It helps yeah. your brain. And so I really think actually we'll still be in a basement. But... <laughs> it's actually very similar <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but it has carpet. Okay. Well, where and will we ceiling. put our tapestry held up by cans of beans? <laughs> Let's move on from this. Okay. Are we going through our morning routines? Yes. Okay. Here's my morning routine, everyone. I, my, how, how in depth do I go? I was just going to say, my alarm goes off. Oh, wow. And then <laughs> More I was like, I was like no one cares. <laughs> okay. I start every morning recently. The last two months. I, I don't want to sound like I'm a Pilates I know, but it was funny because it's true that you haven't, but it was just funny because we've never, like, introduced ourselves that way. Go. Yeah. So, I do Pilates with a roommate every morning at 7, every weekday morning at 7. Um, and that's how I start. We, like, when we talk about routine, like, I wake up and we don't even say anything to each other, but she fills her water bottle and then I know she's ready to go down. I grab mine and we, like, walk downstairs and then... Before we even speak a word to each other, the first words are this one because we pick like a video on the TV, and so like we just like don't talk. So that's just so morning, morning like. Um, and then we like s- just softly talk throughout, which is kind of nice. But um, and then I come upstairs, typically take a shower, and then I do devotions um, and just like yeah, super just nice chill time um, to just like read my Bible and just do prayer and kind of a Bible study and. 
then, I don't know, like, I guess my morning routine is pretty short because, well, not short. I mean, that takes like an hour, but I can't really <laughs> go for Talk one. about it for an hour. Yeah, like, <laughs> here's how, here's the structure. Um, no, so that does take up a good amount of time. Um, and then when I'm done with all that and it's like around nearest work time, I typically like go and make my bed and like log into my computer and kind of start working. And then I get ready for work after Natasha leaves, mm -hmm. typically, because she's using the bathroom and all of that. So I'll just, and I work from home. So I'll kind of get the initial emails, kind of plan my day while she's getting ready. And then um, she leaves. I get ready. I grab a piece of Babyville cheese from the fridge. I give a little piece to Brecken. I ate one the other day and saved a little piece and realized Brecken wasn't there. So I could eat all of it. Aww. And then I was like in the car, I like, grabbed one as yeah. I left. And then I start my work day. And that's my morning routine. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Follow for more tips and advice. Um, no, mine is also very similar, except for I just am not a morning person. And if that hasn't been I don't established. I feel like I'm a morning person, but you are, you are more, more of a less morning person. <laughs> <laughs> I am less of a morning person. No. Yeah. Um, so there was like one time that I think I set my alarm to, well, I know I did. I set my alarm to go do Pilates with you guys. And yeah. it went off and I woke up and I just thought, nah, like I just, <laughs> I don't want to. So I usually don't get up quite as early as you guys. I don't work out. I don't talk to people actually in the morning, but my routine is that I come and let Brecken out and feed him. And then I make my coffee and I just have a time of like journaling and prayer and reading my Bible through, um, yeah, for, it's not like a super, super long time. I say like 40 minutes usually is the goal, but it's just a very peaceful time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been something where, like, if I don't do that in the morning, I really, mm -hmm. really feel it. My day feels more rushed or I just feel off. Mm -hmm. And so it's been interesting, I guess, like, if you were to do a case study of, like, how just a, a few minutes in the morning can make such a difference, mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be really drastic. But I will say also if I don't have coffee in the morning, I feel just as frustrated <laughs> as if I don't read my Bible. So <laughs> there might be should, something going on there. I don't know if you should call those equivalents. I know. I, I know. It's just, but I think part of it is the routine of it. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't have coffee while I'm reading my Bible, I really don't like it as much. Like I just, it, it yeah. feels off. Mm -hmm. And then also if I just have coffee in the morning, I don't have time to like sit and pray and, and be in the word, then I also feel off. So mm -hmm. I think like that's where routines can be so helpful is that it really like helps you center yourself and like, be more, I don't know, streamlined isn't the right word, mm -hmm. but it's not like scattered feeling. Like yeah. I, don't, I feel flustered sometimes if I don't start my morning like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I think there's really something to protecting your morning routine. And obviously we have something that's really important to us as like prayer time and devotional time within our morning routine that I think there's like even more motivation for us to protect that because that's so yeah. valuable to us. But there, I think there's really a lot of value in that. Last summer, I started playing pickleball with a girl from my church. And when we were trying to figure out what times work, I offered the mornings. And she, she's like, I, I, I like to protect my mornings. And like that's when I do my prayer time and all that. So no. And she had boundaries around that. And there's times when I have to leave the house a lot earlier than I intend to. Or I have morning commitments. Or like I'll say yes to breakfast or something. And like I don't have the morning routine. and But I, by and large, try to keep that in place. Because... I, I like I think seeing her just like realize like she really wants to value that time was a good motivator for me like I can do that with mine too mm -hmm. so I think there's value in protecting that and making sure that like, that happens no matter what honestly I think that theme will come up with some of the other routines we talk mm -hmm. about of just like if you have something that's good in your life protect that mm -hmm. and I think the value of routines is that it prioritizes things that matter mm -hmm. because otherwise like you're just filling time and you're you know and it's not like those are bad things that you're putting into life but if you have something that really, really matters and it's not placed in like kind of this protective 
um, way of, of, of operating around it, like you're mm-hmm. going to lose it yeah. because you're going to schedule something over it. And so I think really routines come down to like, what is your priority? And then how are you building your life around mm-hmm. that? Yeah, and so sure. in our mornings, like the reason why my morning has a routine like that is because I um, really value my Mm -hmm. prayer time and stuff. But I do have friends that go to the gym early in the morning. Like, they really value having their workout time. And, like, you and our roommate have been doing this of, like, having that be set aside because otherwise you don't know if you'll get to it later Mm -hmm. in the day. And Mm -hmm. so I think there's a lot of things to that where I think the morning is a great place to prioritize things that really, really matter to you, Mm -hmm. especially solitary things. Like, you're not interacting with a lot of other people. And maybe you are someone that's like, <laughs> I am super extroverted. I have my other extroverted friends and we talk in the morning. Like, I don't know, that could be you. But most people, I think like it's time to yourself. And mm-hmm. if there's things that you really feel like I want to make sure that I'm getting in just by myself today, mm-hmm. like that is a great thing to put in the morning. Oh, for sure. I think like I relate to being that like extroverted, like let's go, go, go person. And yeah. so once I get going, I don't think my brain is naturally just a- able to stop. And so... I think that's why it's so important for me to have some of those routines in the morning because once I get going with work, it's not like I – sometimes if I miss, like, my morning prayer time, I'll, like, do it out over lunch. But it's, like, I notice a difference even of I've already, like, started the day and not that 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 stuff like that shouldn't be integrated throughout your whole day. For sure. And I still want to find better ways to do that even. But, yeah, just, like, something about, like, when you get going. I don't know. It's It's hard hard to slow down. Yeah. yeah, Even just, like, we want to read. I want to read more. And it's, like – I either do that at the beginning of the day or like at the end of the day, but like mm-hmm. I'm just not squeezing that in sometimes because it's go, go, go otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we talked for a really long time about first pointless things at the beginning of this episode, which is funny, but also um, this first point, and I think because it is important, but these next few things... <laughs> our morning routines are important? Well, the idea, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the con- are to yeah. us, <laughs> um, but like the concept of how that is so healthy and important yeah. to the structure of your day. Mm-hmm. Um, but these next ones next ones, excuse me, are a little bit more just like practical things that like aren't going to revolutionize your world, but they're really good routines to put into practice. Yeah. I think these next things that we have jotted down to talk about are very much more routines that we've just found surprisingly helpful that you might too. And this is just like, hey, friend to friend, let's offer you some advice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I would say, so my first one is every day at work, I make a to-do list of what I have to do that day. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes it's created a little bit before because um, tasks I know I'll Mm -hmm. get to that day, right? But it's just like a really good one to help me remain focused throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Also, it feels so good to be able to like check things off. Sometimes I will have a task that comes up Someone be like, hey, can you make this for me? And then I make it for them. And then I put it on my list and I check it off because it just feels better. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like that's such a good, like, mm-hmm. little thing um, to just make your day more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have a routine, like, I, that. that's a routine of mine. But I do a little differently. At the end of all of my work days, I spend 10, 15 minutes saying, what do I want to do tomorrow? Mm. And then, so I'll make the list of everything I need to do the next day. And that's how I like closing my work day off like yeah. that. Because sometimes, like, there's things in your brain that are still floating and if you're closing work and, like, you have all these things floating in your mind, it's nice for me to just write them all down. And because, like, I, there's just a lot that happens between signing off for a day and then signing on. We're, like, it's, it's Yeah, that's day. a great way so to that's do how, it. That's how I do it. But very similar, I have that list of every day mm-hmm. I have the list I just check off. And if I'll add stuff, too, as I'm on a call and they're, like, hey, could you do this? I make sure to add it, too. Yeah. I just think it helps make time I don't know it helps give more structure to your Mm -hmm. day so if you're not someone that is a list person I'm not a huge list person but I always do that and Mm -hmm. I always find it very very helpful Mm -hmm. okay here is a routine I have that I love 
and I think a lot of people should do this more. This is directed at me. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Um, I have checkpoints throughout my day that I go through my phone and respond to text messages. Because when you're working, or especially like from when I'm working, I, I can respond to messages a lot easier than some people do because of the nature of my job. But like when I'm with people, even if I have my phone by me and I see a message come in, sometimes I don't want to take the time to respond to that because yeah. I'm with people and I feel like that's kind of rude. Unless it's a necessity or, you know. But I will make sure I have checkpoints in my day. So I typically, when I wake up, I don't, I maybe will look at my phone in case there's something that I need to respond to. But I won't, I don't see my phone once I start my morning routine that I just went through until I start working. Because I leave that in my room and I don't bring it to Pilates or I don't have it next to me for devotions and I don't really get ready with it. And so I'll start my day with any text messages that came in after I went to bed until that moment. Um, and then, like, I'll do that around lunchtime, too. And then at the end of my day, as I'm, again, making my work list, I'll kind of go through my phone. And then the evening, I mean, some evenings I'm by my phone the whole night and I'm able to respond as soon as a text comes in. But, like, otherwise, before I go to bed, I'll respond to everything, too. And I just think, like, I feel like text messages are something you can get so behind in responding mm-hmm. to. I know this sounds so silly, especially some people are like, um, I just respond to text messages when I get them. Like, it's not that hard. But when, like, you really don't want to be on your phone all the time or you, you're in situations where you can't, I think it's really good to just get in that routine. Mm-hmm. I really struggle to respond to text messages, and mm-hmm. that's a chronic issue with myself. But mm-hmm. I think part of it is because a lot of times you receive them with other people. And so I put it off, but yeah. I don't have a time that I'm like, oh, I, I should respond to that. Mm-hmm. And so really I only remember when someone else texts me, and then if it happens to be a moment that like I'm able to respond, then I see like the list of people I need to respond mm-hmm. to, but I don't have time for it then. Yeah. So it is just like smart to be like, okay, this will mm-hmm. be a time that I go yeah. through. I had a friend who used to he would schedule in like every Wednesday, he would make sure he was caught up in all his texts. And so it was like when he was in school and he used to have to like put off texts for such a long time, but he'd be like, by Wednesday, I'll be caught up. And so it was just kind of interesting thing. (laughs) And And like text him on Tuesday. I know, exactly. (laughs) But it was like also as his friend, you knew like, oh, like if he isn't responding to me, I'll just give it like a couple Mm -hmm. of days and I know by Wednesday I'll have a response or I'll follow up. Mm -hmm. It was a smart idea, but I think that's a really good practical Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So that's one of my routines. Um, okay, another one of mine that is just surprisingly helpful, and people can say this isn't important at all, but I have a routine where every Tuesday I water my plants, and a lot of people will come and be like, how do you keep your plants alive? And I will just say, you find a day every week that you water them, and you stick to that, because if you get off, then you'll be at risk of overwatering mm-hmm. or underwatering. Mm-hmm. So what day do you water your plants? Tuesday. Sorry, I said getting part Tuesday. Tuesday. Emma. No, um, but my, uh, my work plants are watered on Monday. Okay. Just because it's, like, kind of fun. I have a plant, a plant, not a, a million like Natasha does, and it has no routine for getting watered. So this but is very lives. opposite of yeah, us. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, I'm a, I, I don't know. I feel like, to be honest, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably more routine personality than you are. That's true. But my plant that's thriving, that does well, that I've had for three three and a half, four years almost, is it only, it gets watered with the leftover water from my cups. Yeah. And like that, like I, you know, like when you just like don't finish a glass of water and you grab it and you're going to put it in the dishwasher or go fill it up again, I just dump it in my plant. That's how my mom used to do it. And all of her plants live for that reason because she would always, anytime there was extra water, she would just put mm-hmm. on her plants. Yeah. But I just don't have, well, one, I have too many plants to like yeah. consistently make sure they're all getting watered then. But two, I would have to use all of your guys's water to do that and <laughs> yeah. make sure it works. Right. So see, and my plant's just in such a convenient it spot is. because I keep my glass of water while I'm working about 
seven inches from my plant. You know, so <laughs> something like that. It works out really well. Pretty simple, yeah. But I think if you want to be a person that has plants, like it's really not that hard. I really, except for succulents, I will say succulents. I haven't been able to figure out. I have a succulent that I need to figure out how to take care of now. You have so. a succulent? Yeah, I just. Oh, it's one. a little one in yeah. your. Yeah, I thought that was new. And it had. Like I didn't a, know it was real. <laughs> <laughs> it has like a scan to learn how to take care of me. Oh, cute! And I scanned it, and it didn't tell me. Oh. So I need some help. Okay, well, we can look at it after this. Yeah. I would just say, if you get into a routine, you'll take you'll keep your plants alive. Mm-hmm. So. That is go. my best advice. Oh, this one kind of goes with it. Um, <laughs> it's just like a larger scale. Much larger scale. But obviously, like, Brecken needs exercise. And so I used to, like, when I worked my other job and would be a lot busier in the evenings, I would take him for a walk every morning. And when he was younger and stayed home with Emma, I was a little crazy. Um, and that was, like, a really good routine to start my day. I loved it, actually. But again, going back to not being a morning person. I think this is something that I build in as much as I'm able to, and it's always a priority, except when it comes to like people, I would say, or like necessities for life. And so Mm -hmm. it's something where like, obviously like as his owner, I'm entrusted and like want to give him the best quality life as he can, right? And so I really would say I protect this as much as I'm able to, but there are days that it just doesn't happen or there are days that it's too cold and we play mm-hmm. in the yard with a ball until my hands freeze. But building in like just exer- like mild exercise has been so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love doing that. I don't know. Like it's time to just go and reflect on these walks. And a lot of times I'll invite other people or mm-hmm. just have a chance to pray or just be, I don't know, quiet. Yeah. I think like we have our household has come into a unspoken but natural routine of when a lot of us and when a few of us are done working mm-hmm. like there might be an afternoon walk yeah and so like i know when one of our roommates comes home she always want to go on a walk it's like well maybe tasha will come home in a few minutes and would want to too like it's just kind of it's not every day but for if there's an opportunity i mean we kind of know each other's routines too where it's mm-hmm. like oh we could all maybe all go together kind of thing it's just like a 4 30 4 55 kind of yeah. thing that we know probably will happen yeah, and I think it's, like, such a good thing to do also kind of when – it's, like, before, for me at least, I've transitioned from, like, work and going out to being home or, yeah. like, to the – whatever the evening activity is. It's mm-hmm. still kind of that feeling. So a lot of times it's, like, come back, quick change, grab whichever roommates are here and the dog mm-hmm. and, like, go for a walk. And it's just, like, 30 to 40 minutes, yeah. and it's just a really good transition time. Honestly, I think that's huge for, like, people in my situation when you work from home. Yeah. I think I really value those walks for so many reasons of, like, exercise, quality time, nature, God's <laughs> creation. But, like, the, like, leaving your house, mm-hmm. leaving your office and returning to your house kind of transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say no matter, like, yeah, what type of job you work, even if you don't have a dog, mm-hmm. like, building in time that is just, like, just to go and be outside and be mm-hmm. in nature, I think that's so helpful. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think the last few we've talked about are so small, so niche of like texts and plants and dogs. But this is a big one that I just really enjoy in my life and it's pretty basic. But having like just a weekly cadence of your week with the days. Mm -hmm. um, And I would throw in there, but creating margin within that. And so just like having a routine commitment every week, just you fit that in then. Like it, it frees up like the, Ooh, when should I squeeze in this if you know it's happening every week? Yeah. I think it makes planning things so much easier. Mm-hmm. It just allows you to know, like, okay, yeah. this is how my days look. These are the nights I'm free. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, check the calendar and be like, yeah. oh, wait, did I schedule something? Because you mm-hmm. know kind of the structure to yeah. how the day is going to go. Right. I have routine commitments several nights of the week, but I know for the most part Mondays are not something I have locked up for any reason. And that's so nice because not that's 
not that nothing ever happens on them, but they're not locked. Like every every Wednesday, our church does something. Every Tuesday, I have a small group. Every other Tuesday, whatnot. My new details. But Mondays, I don't have something that's standing. And so the other a few weeks ago, my cousin was like, "Hey." We should try to find a time to get together. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a headache. But I was just texting her and said, if possible, any Mondays work. Otherwise, I can spend sporadic days, other days of the weeks, like some Tuesdays, some Thursdays. You know, yeah. Like, but I was like, any Monday works. And I love being able to offer that to people. Um, I'm trying to get out, go on a walk with um, someone from college, which I have to tell you about because it's so random. Okay. But I'm going I'm on a walk with someone from college. Um, and she, I was just like, hey, if you could pick a Monday or Wednesday, like, I'd love to meet you. And so – just like having those things that you know your routine and just then you can protect the mm-hmm. routines that you really want to keep and then also you have some more margin yeah I think this was a huge thing that made such an incredible difference when um Justin and I started dating mm-hmm. it was very much like a transition to we're two very busy people how do we suddenly like make time and it was so stressful to be always like when am I next gonna see you and I hope you don't feel like I'm putting you off to the side because now there's all these other commitments and stuff And someone in our small group had just kind of like shared their advice and they're like, figure out a date night and just like stick to that. Like Mm -hmm. every week, make sure that this day is the day that you set aside for you too. And then you don't have to plan like with a calendar every week Mm -hmm. when you um, are looking at how busy things are. And so we started doing that and it switched throughout the last, you know, like year and a half that we've been dating or engaged and stuff. But, um, but it's been so helpful because I think at first we were saying no to people a lot where I was like, I'm sorry, like we're going to go out tonight and we we can't you know mm-hmm. hang out but now people like know that and they are able to plan around it a little bit mm-hmm. and I think that just even makes it easier for other people when you have a weekly cadence because mm-hmm. you are able as a friend to know oh like I'm not gonna waste time asking you know like if you're free on every other Tuesday because I you know maybe yeah. the answer is yes but you're usually a small group type of thing and so like it's just easier to be like okay I know when Emma's free because mm-hmm. I know the rhythm to her week yeah. and it's not so sporadic oh I think it's so helpful that like when you and Justin have like this dedicated date night I know that and so it's kind of like I don't what I'm trying to like in my head, I'm like, when should Natasha and I podcast? It's like, all right, mm-hmm. Monday nights, no, because they're doing that. You know, like, it's, I think routines, especially when you're able to verbalize them, are so helpful for other people. Yeah. And I don't think it's like annoying or stressful. I think it's so helpful when you're able to just like verbalize, this is my pattern. And then people that are really close to your life can kind of assume for you, like a jump and like assume your routine. And they don't have to like constantly be trying to figure it out. It's so interesting because I know like for kids, routines are such an important part of parenting Mm -hmm. and like also just like kids stability, like for a child to be able to know like this is the expectation. This is like the rhythm that our day has. And then this is the rhythm of our week. It like brings so much structure to them and they're Mm -hmm. able to be like more of peace because they have like that dependability. And I think that it kind of goes the same, like even as adults, we're like, okay, it's helpful just to know like, hey, what are the expectations this week? When are people around? Like, I don't have to ask those questions all the time because Mm -hmm. I know for at least like close friends, like what their their rhythms Mm -hmm. are. And it's really, um, I don't know, I think it's just really helpful. But I will say, like having this weekly cadence doesn't mean that you're adaptable or flexible. Like there still has to be the ability to say yes to things that weren't mm-hmm. planned in, you know, five months ago as you develop this routine. Right. Yeah. I think it's so important to be adaptable because I think life, especially a busy life, requires you to be adaptable and things just pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you wanna be able to change things up. Like when a friend calls you up and says, Hey, I really need to chat tonight, or like a need arises within your community, like you can't just be like, sorry. I have a routine, like, I can fit you in yeah. on my, like, 
my margin day, you know, like if good things happen and people want to meet you to celebrate them or something sad happens, like it, you know, like, I don't know. I think it's good to like be able to be adaptable. And if nothing happens, if so, if you're, if you're waiting for stuff like that, you have your margin day and like nothing mm-hmm. ever pops up. Like it's fun to be spontaneous then. Like it's, yeah. you, you can still be adaptable and like change things up and like have the fun and spontaneity. I think it's also just as what just as helpful as it is to build in structure that is like filled Mm -hmm. it's also good to build in structure that's empty yeah and just time that allows you to a shift other things around if a need comes Mm -hmm. up on a different day or b just allows you a chance to rest Mm -hmm. um or to say yes then to something that is more spontaneous or important that day Mm -hmm. urgent yeah and so i think that that is a really important part of Mm -hmm. like just having a healthy lifestyle right um and that doesn't mean that you're just like, oh, woe is me. I don't have anything to do tonight. You know, mm-hmm. like it's more that you're you're giving yourself space to say yes to other mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I or say, to yeah. say no to things and take time to rest. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time on the podcast. So this is no new advice. But I like try to keep myself running at 80% capacity mm-hmm. because there's always going to be a 20% things that pop up. And so as quickly as possible when those pop up, I like try to like balance back to 80. Like, yeah. like I to me that equates to if I have five weeknights or weekday nights a week, you know, I'm doing something for the five of them and I have one that I'm home mm-hmm. and not that I'm just like sitting there doing nothing. Things pop up. Yeah. I need to get things done, all that kind of stuff. But I just, I think it's great to operate with margin. I think so too. Mm-hmm. One more thing just kind of in this conversation is I think I don't want people to look at routines and be like, that's rigid and stressful because sometimes I think routines alleviate stress. Like you're Mm -hmm. saying, like even just like the child example of podcasting was so much easier when we had a routine. Yeah. And like that was something that we had to like let go from dedicating a whole night to like our lives just got busy. Um, But when we stopped doing that, I think podcasting got a lot more stressful. Yeah. And so I think, like, that's a perfect example, honestly, of lack of routine has made this harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really don't think routine should have a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just going back to the very beginning, like, we all have a routine. The question is, do you have a healthy routine or an unhealthy mm-hmm. one? Do you have a happy routine or a sad one? You know, it's yeah. just, like, there's so much to that where you have the power to create something that is a really healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. but you also have the power to just, like, kind of, sit back and your your lifestyle will be creative for you. Mm-hmm. And so that will mean then that there are important things that just are so much harder mm-hmm. to fit in, which is how we feel about podcasting. Yeah. Whereas like not that this isn't important, but there mm-hmm. hasn't been a good day now because of just how our life is filled up yeah. with other things that mm-hmm. is set aside to podcast. Right. And so to keep like, to use what you just said with the podcasting example, like we used to podcast every Monday night. Mm-hmm. Now we don't. And so we've fallen into a different routine of waiting until the last possible moment in podcasting sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's not the stereotypical version of routine, but it's our new, we actually have gotten a lot better. But at one point it was our routine to podcast when there was no, like we didn't have any other option. We just had to. Well, and then now I think we're in a new routine of when we have the free time, we'll podcast ahead Mm -hmm. so that we're not in this, you know, last minute pinch because that was, you know, very, like there were a couple months where it was really pretty often that we would find ourselves doing that Mm -hmm. so I think that that may be too like if you're like where should I improve routines in my life and you're trying to find that like where are those areas where you keep saying I wish I wasn't in this situation Mm -hmm. and then move backwards from there and try Mm -hmm. to find ways that you could put it in a little bit more healthily from the get-go of like okay this needs to have more priority in my life because obviously I'm making time for it Mm -hmm. and that's at the cost then of sleep or of a social life or of everything else you know and so then I'm gonna I need to put this in a better spot Mm -hmm. and that's a great way to start building if you're like where do I even begin yeah. with creating a routine? Like, obviously, we have our little joke ones in the here of 
I mean, maybe not joke ones, but it's not like in a revolution your life, <laughs> revolutionize your life mm-hmm. to add it or to not. But there's other things that would make a huge difference. And yeah. I think that's where it's like when you have um, a cadence to that, um, it's just such a mm-hmm. healthy place to be. Yeah. That was a long conversation under a long example of just like the weekly cadence routine. I think we have two more real quick and then we're going to wrap this up. But one quick one when it comes down to relationships and friendships. I know these routines seem very like productive uh, work and balance your life and getting ready and making meals. But I think another example is like I have a routine of probably once a month I see a friend um, we like kind of have like a monthly Costco run. Mm-hmm. And like that's just a good routine because A, it's productive. And, like, it's, it's a routine of going to Costco, which is kind of, like, how often I feel like I need to go to Costco. <laughs> um, but, B, we get to see each other then once a month. Yeah. And we never see each other apart from those Costco runs. Um, but, like, it's just a nice routine to ensure you see someone. So I think you can get in routine when it comes to relationships and people of we don't – also, we also really don't talk between them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, that's just how a relationship works. And I think it works really well for, like – the demand we have in each need in each other's lives um except for we do send each other lots of costco reels our, our friendship is really based off costco. of costco right now you should see if costco can sponsor your friendship you guys do have a lot of costco merch <laughs> yeah i or at least you do i mean i have one piece your of sweatshirt cost- yeah, yeah i just have a costco sweatshirt but i have lots of costco clothes yeah yeah i do have that anyways that's just another small example but i think like if you are working on you want it better if the like as we we're just saying what's stressful in your life and maybe relationally you're just feeling a lot of relational stress if I can't fit people in find a routine and how to do that well for sure Mm -hmm. um I think our last one is just an overall like have a weekly reset somewhere in your week for Mm -hmm. both of us I think um I would say it's it's Sundays we kind of have our routine of going to church grocery shopping um doing chores occasionally I guess I don't normally do mine on Sunday yeah we do on the day it's due (laughs) yeah um but editing the podcast for you Um, And then just like prepping for the week. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's just a really helpful point to just stop and just prepare. Um, And it can be a different day too. Mm -hmm. Like other people have different, I know a lot of people work weekends. And so there can be different days that are kind of that Mm -hmm. weekly reset for you. But that's just such a helpful thing to have a day that you're just prepping your life so you don't feel Mm -hmm. like you have to scramble for the rest of it. I think like subconsciously, I don't really plan a whole lot for Sundays Mm -hmm. because I just... I really love, like, the slow Sunday, and I think that's also just, like, the restfulness of what Sunday should be, too. Um, but I, I feel like often people think at the church, they probably think I'm lame, and they're like, what do you have today? And I'm like, nothing, just <laughs> editing the podcast. They probably think I always edit, but I just, that's just the routine I've really fallen into is Sunday afternoons, I'll edit the podcast, whether it's in our home or at a coffee shop or whatnot, and I just, I don't know. I think it's great when you can love your routine. Yeah, I mean, then why why work on changing them? Why find them stressful and complain about them when I just like I love how my Sundays are typically situated, and so mm-hmm. that's that's a routine that I love to do. And obviously, there's sometimes Sundays the things come up, and like you you adapt. Like we were saying, it's really important to be adaptable and not to not. I think it's maybe we're kind of talking back and forth to ourselves, but I think it's all about balance of protect your routine. Don't protect it too much at the expense of other things kind of thing. Yeah. Or I think like more even just like have a routine that allows that flexibility. Yeah. It's not like you're saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, now get rid of all of this. I'm not going to meal prep. I'm just Mm going to, you know, eat out this whole week and now that's okay. I don't know. It's more like find a way to have a routine that allows for adaptability. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I would say like 
going back to the idea of loving your routine, like make sure it is a routine that you love. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you're in a rut right now and it's just like life is mundane or it's boring, first of all, you can go back and listen to a great episode on how to handle boredom. (laughs) But also like find ways to then liven up your routine and Mm -hmm. find, you know, make commitments to things that are really fun that you can go and enjoy Um, or just like try to find a way to be more organized if you feel like it's just so stressful you don't even know where to begin I don't know I just think like routines are just such a great way as someone also who's not this huge routine person yeah um, routines are such a great way to make sure that your day and like week has uh, a cadence that you really enjoy Mm -hmm. and that you're able to invite other people into yeah for sure it's funny as you were like saying like oh routine mundane is boring I was like I just had a conversation with someone about this full circle oh yeah it was on the podcast podcast. yeah Yeah. well anything else to say Emma then about this today no I think like I I love routine and I don't think it makes my life boring or stressful and I don't think I live a rigid life I think there's so much freedom in my routines yeah that's a great way to put it all right well as routine calls uh thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you back next week Thank you.